please pray with me. Father, may the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable in your sight. O Lord, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. We are told that we live in a fearful world, a world of wars and rumors, of wars, of plagues and pandemic, of uproar and unrest, of instability and insecurity. Countless voices prattle at us day in and day out, telling us that the political or financial or ecological conditions which undergird our way of life are at any moment in danger of collapsing into chaos. And you may want me to stand up here this morning and tell you that that's all not so, that it's not true, but I can't do that because it all is true. But what I will remind you of is that it has always been true, that those things are just the human condition, that perhaps Worldwide instantaneous communication makes us more aware of how widespread they are and perhaps living for decades in a culture whose comparative affluence protected us from the effect of some of those things makes us more acutely sensitive to them now that those protections seem more precarious. But the bare fact is all these things have been the norm for human beings in every time and place throughout history. Whether on the global or the personal level, the fact is, if you are a human being, you are either suffering and sorrowing now, or you soon will be. We may try to live asleep with denial or drunk with distractions, but none of that changes the bare fact. In fact, nothing will change it as long as the night of this world lingers. And yet, even now, and even in the darkest of times, even in the greatest of sorrows and the most harrowing of suffering, we may still have hope. We may still live in the sure and certain hope that this night, like all nights, will end that the dawn of a new world has been promised us and that that dawn will break just as surely as every other. That that hope, even now, brings the light of that new life into our lives today. That hope is itself that new life, its seed gestating in our present darkness, growing and transforming our present sorrow and suffering into the very signs of its imminent coming, the labor pains of a new creation being delivered in us. By that hope, we can know that as traumatically real as the suffering and sorrow of this life is, that it will have an end, that it will fade or be transfigured even in our memories as soon as that promised new life is placed in our arms. So yes, we do live in a fearful world, but we have no need to live in fear. 
Not fear of this world, for it quickly passes away, or fear of the one to come, for it comes with our Lord. Our Lord, who has promised to be gracious to us when he settles his accounts, to make all things right and all things new, and to provide us with love and life in abundance that we have never known. And it is only when we forget that our Lord can do no other but keep his gracious word that we slink off and bury our talent of hope and consign ourselves to the outer darkness. It is only when we submit to the pretended power of fear that we lose sight of the light creeping over the horizon, the light of that day which is ours, whose children we are, the light of the day of our Lord Jesus Christ, which when it shines off the armor of faith and hope and love, even in this world, banishes all darkness and casts away all fear. So then, encourage one another in that faith. Build up one another in that hope. Live together with one another in that love, as indeed you are already doing. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.